Welcome to the Stepping Up Podcast. I'm your host, Nikki Kinkrick, a busy working mom who spent years searching for the perfect career and balance, only to find it's not about the job and that balance is not even real. I have found myself in love with personal development, which has led me to leaving my full-time job with nothing but a prayer and a ton of faith. Today, I'm bringing you inspiration through my own journey and interviews with amazing people who have followed their dreams and teaching you how to love yourself and become who you are meant to be. It is time to redefine life as a working mom. And I hope that you find the inspiration here to follow your dreams and take your own path through this podcast. Thank you so much for joining me. Hello and welcome to the Stepping Up Podcast. I'm your host, Nikki Gingrich, and I'm coming to you from uh, my cozy home where I'm all bundled up and warm because it is rainy and crappy outside today on this Monday. It's a great place to be. Uh, but I wanted to share with you guys a topic that came up for me over the weekend. And not that it happened to me, but it's something that kind of came to me over the weekend. I made a note about it. And when I sat down to record, I was like, oh, what do I want to talk about today? And I flipped through my journal and then I found this note. And I'm like, ah, I made this note. I remember thinking this. And this is why I always like to write things down because I think, oh my God, that's a great idea. I'm totally going to remember that because it's such a good idea. But then what happens is I I don't remember. And I'm sure you've done that too, where you're like, don't worry, I don't need to write that down. I'll remember it. Or anything as simple as I'm going to the store. I don't need to write that down. I'll remember that we need that. And then an hour after you've gotten home from the store, you're like, dang, I forgot to get that. And I thought I was going to remember. This is why I like to write things down. It's very important to me to write things down. And I wasn't always this way. And I I really am very weird about writing down my schedule now and like writing down the tasks that I need to do. And before I would just do it when I was feeling overwhelmed or things were happening, but now I do it every single day for the things that are a priority. But uh, one of the things, so I was going to say this doesn't have anything to do with our topic today, but it actually does. So my ramblings sometimes serve a purpose, which is kind of cool. But what I want to share with you today is something that I write down and track every single day. And I've been doing so probably since the beginning of this year, maybe January, February of this year before coronavirus. I actually really started writing it all down and really started paying attention uh, right around when coronavirus happened. I got a little bit more strict in writing down my schedule and really calendaring some things and really creating a morning routine that had a lot more structure to it as far as planning my weeks and my days went. And a part of that was writing down where I was in my menstrual phase. And I did that for a few different reasons. I have heard a lot of information about it. I've kind of seen high level information about how it's really important to know what's going on, blah, 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 blah. And what was happening for me was I was actually making the decision to come off of birth control. So I had had the Mirena put in five years ago when after my second son was born, he turned five and I was like, oh, it's time to to get it taken out. And I decided I didn't want to go on any other hormones. So I just went off completely. So before I went off, I wanted to kind of start tracking where I was in my cycle so that once I went off, I would 
be able to continue to track and kind of really see how things changed or shifted from being from while I was on birth control to when I went off birth control. So that was really, really the big purpose behind it. And uh, for a while, I've been inconsistently doing what's called seed cycling, which goes along with your cycle. And I was doing it inconsistently just because it was something I had just learned about. And if, as with any new thing that I've learned, I always seem to do it inconsistently at first for maybe a few months or on and off for about a year before I decide to make the commitment to go in a little bit deeper. And so this was one of those things where I was like that with meditation. I was completely inconsistent for about eight months and then I made the commitment and I've been con- very, very, very consistent since. And so I was the same way with seed cycling and essentially it goes along with your cycle. So for the first 14 days of your cycle, if you're on a regular 28 day cycle, that the first two phases of your cycle, starting with the day you would, you, you get your period that you would be eating a tablespoon, a tablespoon of pumpkin seed and a tablespoon of flax seed. Uh, I typically put them in my smoothies in the morning and then 14, depending on how it is. So 14 days. So the last two phases of your cycle, you would then do a tablespoon of sunflower seeds and um, sesame seeds. And it helps to balance. I don't know the full science behind it, but it does balance your hormones, your estrogen and your progesterone, progesterone, however it's pronounced. Again, I'm giving you a very high level of how I do this for me. So I started tracking this information because I knew it was going to be really important to me. Okay. So what does that mean? Where does this take me? But what I noticed was I noticed a lot of shit. I'm debating if I want to go into this piece of it or not, but I noticed that uh, when I was seed cycling, I actually stopped doing the sesame seeds and the sunflower seeds while I was on uh, birth control because I noticed it was actually fluctuating my moods even worse. So I actually continued on the pumpkin and flaxseed the entire time I was on uh, birth control. It wasn't until I switched that I really started tracking these changes and really seeing what was going on. And so I get off the birth control, I kind of go through the process of kind of re-learning my body, letting my hormones balance back out, letting things really come to their own naturally. And it's been really helpful for me. And I'm laughing because I think the last time I recorded out on my couch, my dog was snoring. And before I started recording, I was like, oh, great. She's laying on the floor. You won't hear her. But now she's like yipping in her sleep right now. So uh, and she's not that close to me, but you might be hearing a little yipping in the background. And that's just her in her REM sleep. Anyway, dog can sleep through anything. But I started tracking it and I just started paying attention. So I was doing it for the seed cycling. I was really doing it, balancing my hormones and getting my mood kind of centered. I really wanted to, to understand kind of what was happening within my body. And within the last month, I've really been paying more attention and I've been noticing things. So after months of doing this, of basically tracking is basically what I've been doing. I say what day of my phase I'm in. I say whether I'm seed cycling or not and which set of seeds I'm doing is basically what I have in my daily planner that I really look at every single day. And for a few months, it was just, let's do it. Let's pay attention. Let's see what's going on. And this past month, what I really noticed was I got to this phase in my cycle. I got to the luteal phase, which was the last week of my phase. And I noticed that I was super low energy, super tired. And I went back to a month before and I was like, okay, this happened before I started to, after doing this for months, I really started to see patterns of what was going on. I was like, okay, I'm going to have a dip in my energy 
And then what's going to happen is I'm going to have a little bit of a spike in my energy and then I will start a new phase again. And I was kind of prepared for it. So I really, really leaned into my body uh, that last week of my cycle. And I was like, I went to bed early. I made sure I was drinking plenty of water. I actually upped my dosage of Juice Plus, which is the fruit and vegetable supplements that I take every single day. I actually doubled the dosage and I could tell, I was like, I'm tired. This is about where I am. This this feels like where I was last time. And I really just leaned into like, what do I need? And I really started asking myself the question of like, what do I need? So when the choice came to stay up later and watch a show or go to bed early, I chose to go to bed early. I also noticed huge craving spike in um, sugar. Like I was like, I want sugar. I want carbs. So I really regulate it what I was eating rather than I wanted to make sure I was balancing my blood sugar. So I started to notice that towards the end of that week was if I balance my blood sugar and I eat earlier in the day, it alleviates that crash. Cause I guess I, I, I guess at that point in my cycle, I was really noticing that I was crashing really heavily and very quickly and it was very hard to come back from it. And so I just started to make sure that I was eating maybe a little bit earlier in the day that I was used to. So I was using all of this information that I'd been compiling over these last few months and saying, how can I utilize this to the best of my ability? How can I, instead of complaining about what's happening or saying, I'm so tired, I'm so moody of saying, how can I help myself? How can I be proactive in this situation? And I wasn't fully proactive last week, but again, I was starting to recognize patterns. So now I'm even more aware of when that comes around again, this cycle, that I'm going to notice it and I'm going to say, what did I do last time? Okay, what did I notice and what do I want to do this time? So it really helped me in several ways as far as just keeping track of my my mood, uh, what I needed within my body, which was extra sleep, uh, how I wanted to make sure I was eating, uh, really preparing foods in advance of saying, I know I'm not going to have the energy to cook, so what do I need? And again, this might not be you, but this is what I noticed was happening with me. And that's what I think is really important is when we pay attention to our own bodies and our own cycles and how we're moving through and how certain things are affecting us, we can then be our own advocates for what our bodies need and what we need to do in those moments. So I would realize, you know, if I had a lot of meetings one day and now I know if this, when this site part of my cycle comes up again, if I notice that there's a lot going on and there's a lot of meetings, I'm going to take a lot of extra time before or after the meeting to have some time to have some downtime, have some time to relax. And I did do that. And it wasn't fully intentional because I was still really kind of becoming aware of what was going on. But really utilizing this knowledge to say, what can I do now? What can I do differently? How do I want to work differently? How do I want to parent differently? How do I want to communicate with my husband that I'm really tired, I need to go to bed early tonight, or I'm feeling really, really moody and I, you know, I'm at this point in my cycle, this is where I am. I'm just going to need to rest and go to bed early. And I did. And it was really incredible to kind of have that, that awareness within myself that I could do that. And because I had the awareness within myself, I could then advocate for myself, whether it was with work or with clients or with um, my kids or my husband. Now, I wasn't telling my kids what was going on, but I was saying, mommy's extra tired. I need to take a little bit of a break, like just really being very open and honest with them so that they knew. And it was, it just felt really good to be so aware. And I'm excited about this. And I wish more people would start to do this. And it 
because it's so powerful. And a lot of times, maybe we don't have control over our schedule. Maybe we are full on in Zoom meetings all day long or in actual meetings all day long, and you don't really have that time to recharge. But if you know that this is a part of your your cycle and this is maybe where your energy will be because you're paying attention, you'll know I'm going to do a little bit of extra of this, or I'm going to make sure I eat this food, or I'm going to make sure I have a a really full breakfast before I go into this day, or I'm going to take 10 minutes to decompress before I pick the kids up from school or whatever it is that you might need. The more aware you are of your body, the more aware you are of where you are in your cycle, the more you can do to advocate for yourself, to take care of yourself. And what this charged me to do. So again, I've been doing this for months now. For almost an entire, so let's say it's October, so about nine, ten months now, I've really been doing this and really paying attention. And it's really, I've noticed the patterns, but it's taking me that long to be aware of certain pieces of the patterns of what's going on and what's happening and maybe what I can do to change it. So now I'm I'm empowered with this information, empowered with this awareness that I can then shift and change and say, I'm going to, for next month when this shows up again, or I'm in this part of my cycle, I'm going to do this instead. And I'm going to make sure I'm doing this or doing that. And it it feels really good to be there. And it's also empowering me to take the next step to learn more information because when we're trying something new and maybe we're stepping into a different phase of our lives or maybe we're we're learning about a new topic, whatever it is, whether it is functioning you know, alongside your cycle and understanding your hormones, or maybe it is meditation, or maybe it is working out or eating differently, it's It's taking the time to consistently do these things, to make these changes, to notice what's happening, and then to shift and make the change. These are not, anytime you make a big change in your life, it's not a, I flick the switch on and all of a sudden everything's different. It's a slow change because you've got to make the change, see what happens. It's like you're doing a constant experiment with yourself of, okay, I noticed this, or I want to try this new thing. Let me try it. Let me see what happens. Let me see what the result was. Okay. I got the result or this is what happened. Let me go back to the drawing board and see if I can do it differently because you're not going to get it right the first time. So understanding this knowledge and being aware of this, it started with me just tracking it, just paying attention of doing the seed cycling and realizing that when I switched my seed cycling, when I was on birth control, that it made me feel different. Okay. So stop doing that. So I stopped doing that. I I started listening to my body and then switching things back over. I'm still listening to my body. I'm constantly listening, constantly rechecking in, constantly changing things and constantly trying to do things differently. And that's what I wanted to share with you. So if this is something you're interested in doing, I highly recommend you just start simple and you start by just tracking day one, day two, day three, whatever it is. And then maybe the next month saying, okay, let me try this seed cycling thing. What is this information? Go Google seed cycling, go on Pinterest and you'll see all of these graphics about seed cycling. It's a very simple thing to follow and to do, but it's just doing these little things over and over again. And when you pay attention and when you listen, you're constantly learning, you're constantly trying new things, and you're constantly doing a little bit better every single day. And that's what any personal development or any journey that you are in is all about is doing a little bit better every single day. All right. Well, thank you guys for listening to me. Thank you for 
being a part of the podcast and being a part of my journey. And if you found this helpful, you found this information valuable to you, please share it with somebody that you know where it might be valuable to them because that is how we spread the word. Word of mouth is the best way to spread information because when it comes from somebody that we trust, we are more than likely to listen. So if you think somebody else will be interested, then please share this with them so we can keep getting the word out. We can keep empowering women to step up, to listen to their intuition and to follow what works for them and to be advocates and empower advocates to empower themselves. That's where I was going with that one. All right. Thanks so much for joining me. And until next time, have a great day. Thank you for joining me on the Stepping Up podcast. If you loved this episode, please take a moment to rate and review the podcast on iTunes so that we can share this message with more and more people. Together, let's redefine what life as a working mom looks like and feels like. Until next time, have a great one.